Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. This is my walk-up shit. Bob Saget. Snap these fingers, motherfucker. Keep listening, bro. Mm-hmm. Never tried. Don't kill my buzz. Don't ruin my time. Just because you never tried. Dun 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 dun. What's up, everybody? This is a little special I like to call Too Cold for Sunday. Y'all motherfuckers know what that means. Y'all know that's like the holy day. That's like the day you don't do shit. That's the last day of the week you want to listen to this shit, and that's why I put it out on this very particular day. Uh, even if you're atheist, even if you work like Monday through Friday at 9 to 5 and you're on that bullshit, you know what Sunday is. It doesn't got to be a spiritual thing for you. It don't got to be a religious thing for you. Sunday's that day to cut the motherfucking grass. Sunday is that day to barbecue outside. Now, I know y'all motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning back in to this, this special broadcast that I like to do. I appreciate my fans. I appreciate what you do for me. I appreciate this growing audience. Y'all are keeping my dream alive. Because my ass is 36 motherfucking years old. And I don't got no dreams. And this is the only one. So, thank you. Now, there's some people out there. there. There's some very special people that support this shit, that listen to every single one. I gotta throw my first shout out to my bros at the Under the Influence Stories podcast. Uh, so I've been on this thing like two times. I've listened to like 10 episodes. These motherfuckers are hilarious. Devin, Josh, y'all motherfuckers keep doing what you do. Uh, Devin, don't be pissed off at me because I called you a Democrat last weekend. And Josh, bro, like the thing I've been needing to say to you, man, I come on your guys' pod and you like, man, your ass might as well be Kyrie Irving on 2K. Like dribble that shit up, go around that screen. I'll be motherfucking Sean Kemp the Rain Man and you get me, you, you double tap Y and I hold F. I hold up on my stick and uh, the right trigger to go up for the alley-oop, but I kind of fuck up. And instead of like holding up on right trigger, I hold like backwards and down and not right trigger, but like the right bumper button and I can't even fucking finish the alley-oop when you're wide open to Kyrie Irving and I'm Sean Kemp, Jesus. But Josh, I appreciate what you do for me, man. This is all just practice, so you know, I've still been practicing a little bit. Um, 
I would score you Kyrie on Kyrie. I'd take you off the dribble and score on you nine times out of ten. Beat you on a game of 21, like 19 to 21, but I would beat your ass on like a game winning three-pointer contested shit. No joke. Uh, so I was like, shout out my other motherfucking homeboy. Uh, my homeboy, Zach Dreher, you were there for me this morning. I was kind of fucked up. You sent me a message on Facebook, uh, three weeks late, but you still got back with me and I was cool to talk to you for like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, man. Those smoke, smoke break talks are cool. You're on that mountain time living in Missoula. I want to have you on talk about Missoula because I've been out there. If y'all motherfuckers haven't been to Montana, like we're talking Western Montana specifically, like my favorite place in Western Montana is Bozeman, but my boy lives in Missoula, which is halfway to Spokane, where you can go into head shops. Like it's like a retail outlet and there's like a fucking head shop with fucking wreck marijuana out there for like $3 a gram in a pre-roll. <clears throat> But that's neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, those are my shout outs. What's up, bro? What's up? See this? This is a fucking wall. Uh, so, hey, I need to talk about this past week. Like, there's been some things going on in my life that I'm not, um, you know, all that happy to talk about, I guess, is the way you put it. Like, um, I wake up every morning and I, I hop on the fucking social media shit, but I got this real bad addiction to this motherfucking social platform called Pinterest. Um, so most dudes aren't on Pinterest, I understand, and there's like no chicks that listen to this because I'm a fucking loser, which is cool, but for my dudes out there listening still, cause I know it's been a hard couple opening minutes, but we're cool. If you haven't developed a motherfucking Pinterest addiction, like, your backyard is going to be fucked up, your front yard is going to be fucked up, you're going to be trying to build, like, uh, like, uh, like, built-in cabinets inside your house, like, so I'm just going to say, like, you probably shouldn't get on that, I'm sorry I'm on it, my wife's yelling at me, she's like, what the fuck is all this construction material doing out there, whatever the fuck plans you got out there are going to look like shit. And it's probably true, because these motherfuckers on Pinterest, like, they're, like, professionals. I'm, like, an amateur. I'm just looking at pictures thinking I'd do some shit just as good as them, because I had an ego, like, the size of my fucking balls hanging to my dick down to my ankles. So, yeah, I should probably get off that. I mean, right now, I'm trying to build this, like, fire pit bench I saw on there. Like, it's, it's like a, I'm on, I'm past week one of getting started. And I need more wood and more nails. I need some exterior paint and like um, some fucking wood sealer and who knows what the fuck else. I need a better fucking saw. I need one that actually cuts angles. I probably need to measure things and probably be on a flat surface. I have none of those things going for me, but I'm trying to do this fucking Pinterest project. Um, if you don't got the tools for it, probably just stay away. That's like my advice for you. Um, so yeah, in, in the fucking world of what I really enjoy to like plaster myself in is the world of the NBA. Like I fucking love the games. 
I always start off saying that. Like, if you don't watch the games in the NBA, you're not an NBA fan. Like, I get the storyline, the narrative's cool. Like, key moments during the season are cool. The playoffs are cool. Um, man, I watch Summer League and, like, bet on it and shit. And, like, I really, I'm really into it. I watch, I don't know, 200, 300 games a year. If there's a game on ESPN, um, TNT, I'm definitely watching it, which this past season has been, like, 10 games a week on those two channels. Even since, like, Summer League, like, there was some hype behind this very particular season, 2019-2020. We'll see if we fucking get to end it. We'll see if Zion gets in the playoffs. We'll see what fucking Adam Silver has to do with this playoff bid shit. I think he's going to get his play in tourney. Like, uh, from day one, like, like literally 30 seconds after Rudy Gobert ran out into the court, then a doctor ran out after him and said, we have to shut the NBA down. I tweeted at Ryan Russillo and Bill Simmons, and I said, hey, Adam Silver's going to just play in tournament. I got no responses, no likes, no, like, feedback, but, uh, you know, that shit is going to age well because Adam Silva is getting his motherfucking play in tourney this year, which will lead to the mid-season tourney. Where the motherfucking Atlanta Hawks will win like the next 12 championships in the midseason tourney because they can't win shit else, but that's neither here nor there. What up, Trey Young? What up, all 12 other motherfuckers on that team? I don't know. Who the fuck is on that team? They got. I don't fucking know. And I love the NBA. I don't even fucking know who they got on their team. I sound like Charles fucking Narkley. Uh, I guess the other thing going on in the NBA right now is this Last Dance documentary with Michael Jordan, 97-98 season. Uh, He held the footage for like 23 years and released it because he was scared when LeBron James won his title in Cleveland. Y'all motherfuckers, remember that? Michael Jordan gave the okay when LeBron James won his title in Cleveland because he was kind of scared of being taken away from that GOAT stigma. But I've already talked about this. Come find me. Check me out on Under the Influence Stories. Watch the first five minutes of, like, episode nine. I don't know. Search my name. You'll find it. Um, so, so we're going to do this right here. Like, I've been fired from so many jobs. Like, so many. Like, uh, 80%. And I got myself fired from... Pretty much every one of them. I I definitely went out of my way to get myself fired. And there wasn't even a good reason for it. Maybe there was like one or two jobs out of like the 12 I've been fired from. Where like I honestly just wasn't performing well. The job was over my fucking five foot nine and a half white ass. I don't know. Wrong time life for the wrong job. It wasn't even a good job. Like, probably the ones I actually got fired for that I deserve to get fired for. Uh, now, looking back, I just put up my boss's shit. And I was like a scapegoat. So, like, fuck that. I've had no respect for either one of those bosses. So, I don't know. Put it how you want. But this job. It was probably the funnest job I ever had. Um... So I worked for this store. It was called Lids. We sell hats at Lids. We're located in malls all across America. 900 and some malls. 
hundred million dollars a year in hats sold. Like we were fucking balling, right? And I was a store manager in Fort Wayne. A little bit more background. Lid started in Kokomo, the Kokomo Mall, which I don't even know if it still exists, but uh, two best friends, they started up there. They progressed throughout southern and northern Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana, in Glenbrook Mall was the number seventh store they ever opened up. So I was store seven, 007. What's up, Glenbrook Mall? They've been there. Like, since we were kids, like, like I said, I'm 36, so, like... I remember it being there when I was like five years old, eight years old, I don't know. Same spot, downstairs. There used to be an ice rink up in that shit. And there was a merry-go-round. Now there's like a fucking shoe store and a food court or whatever. But when I got hired on, like they sent me up to training. They sent me a couple places. They sent me down to Indy for training with like their corporate stores for a minute. And they sent me up to Mishawaka with like another bigger store. And, um... I know I was getting myself into, man. I knew I always shopped at the store, and I knew they had cool hats. They had, like, the MLB, like, Authentics. They had Snaps. They had, like, all that Monster or um, DC Shoes or, like, Etnies hats, fucking Kangles, blank hats to get stitched. They had all that shit, man. Like, you walk in that store with 50 bucks, you're, like, king of the world. Like, what store in the mall can you walk in with 50 bucks and get, like three, four, five badass things, or maybe just one super badass thing. There's not many in the fucking mall. Like, this place was lit. So they sent me up to Mishwaka, and I meet with um, this other store manager up there. His name's Cody Nickerson. Cody, what's up? I see you on Facebook. We're still friends and shit. Uh, thank you for that tip. Uh, about two weeks ago, about the Michigan militia being complete bullshit. Always has been, always will be. A little background on Cody. Cody's uh, Cody's a cool motherfucker. He's a West Michigander. He's got guns. He hunts. And he's always hanging out with hot bitches. I appreciate your post on Facebook, Cody. You always got hot bitches with you. It's cool. Check them out. I'm like, yeah, Cody, go get those hot bitches. Uh, so my point is, this motherfucker's no bitch. And I go up there. I go chain with him. I never met him. But I meet him the first day, and, like, we open up the store at 10 a.m. and whatnot. And, uh, you know, Cody kind of taught me the ropes. Like, customer would walk in, be one of his regulars, one of the dudes that, like, comes in there, you know, once, twice a month, spend some money on some hats. And, like, Cody be like, uh, he'd see the dude come in, and, like, he wouldn't even, like, prep me for it. He'd just, like, go, like, like, he was training me, but he wouldn't prep me for what he's about to do. So I'm, like, sitting here in suspense. And this motherfucker, like, he just sit, he'd sit back, he'd be in the zone, he'd be in, he'd be in a, a medium warm zone. Not the hot zone, not the cold zone, and definitely not hanging out behind the register, because managers never did that shit at lids. But he'd be in, like, a medium warm zone. Let this motherfucker walk in. Let this motherfucker start the conversation. Like his boy be like, Hey man, what's happening? Cody be like, Hey, good to see you. What's up? Uh, this customer be like, Man, I'm cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out the store real quick. Cody be like, Alright, just let me know. If you need anything, I'll get you sizes. So like, that's kind of how I got trained. But like, I'm... Like, Cody, you did it right. Motherfucker, you were, like, bowling on sales. But, like, our personalities are a little bit different. 
I'm a little bit more high energy, a little bit more like pushy sales on the shit. So like I received that training from Cody and I went back to my store and I had like basically the same type of motherfucking customers come in, like the regulars, ones who always came in there and spent some money. But our conversations were a little bit different. It kind of started like this. Like I see that customer walking in, like I know him. I know his motherfucking name. I know he's got a Liz card with us. And I know he's a fashion motherfucker. Like he just went and bought some shoes and he's about to come buy a hat that matches his shoes. Motherfucker walks in the store, I say. Uh, what's up, bro? I see you're back, man. You cool? Like, what are you doing today? Like, you all right? He'd be like, yeah, man, I'm cool. Like, what you up to? I'd say, man, I'm trying to sell you some hats. Like, I know, I you probably got some shoes in those bag, in that bag, right? Like, where'd you go? Like, house of hoops? Like, what's up? Let me see what you got. Show him. So this dude, he's like, all right, what's up, what's up? Uh, so he busts out his bag. He's got, like, three pairs of shoes. He's just spent, like, 450 bucks out of a house of hoops upstairs. He's coming down here. Come match his shit up. I'm like, oh, dude, you got those, you got those indigo red Jordan colors? Like, all right, I got this hat for you. It's a snap. Uh, I got it in, like, just the bull's color because that's, like, legit going to go right with your shit. Are you cool with it? Yeah, yeah, I rock with it. So let's go grab another man. What else you got? What else you got? So you kind of get where I'm going. Like, I would just be, like, a little bit more upfront, a little bit more, like, let me sell you some shit. Let me be more, like, to help you out. Anyway, that shit worked out for me. Man, I wish I still had that gig. Uh, I'll have to tell you all about that gig at another time. Because the way that shit ended, that shit was fucking hilarious. Um, See, I want to get into something. Like, so we all got our vices, right? Like, right now, like, I'm chain smoking some Marlboro fucking menthol 100s. Drinking my motherfucking whiskey tonight, not bourbon. I got the wrong shit at the liquor store because I got this thing where you got to, like, stand outside and order outside. You can't pick your own shit. And then if you tell a motherfucker what you want and he's gone for five minutes, walks through the store, comes back to the outside, brings you the wrong shit. I mean, you got to be some sort of asshole to be like, oh, no, bro, I didn't want the whiskey. I wanted the bourbon. So that's how I'm on the whiskey tonight. It's all right. Same brand. This is fucking twice as much in cost, though. I'm from paying like 30 bucks for the bourbon or like 42 for the whiskey, but whatever. Just let that shit happen and let it slide. But yeah, so like these sort of things that I do, man, they've kind of like brought some strife in my life. Like I wish I had my boy Dan Lehman on here because I want to tell the uh, the Dan. I want to tell two stories with Owen Fought and Dan motherfucking Lehman. I want to tell the how we almost died at no one's T.A. story. And I also want to tell how the Owen and Dan Lehman both got arrested for public intox. Dan Lehman's public intox got thrown out in court, but Owen's got not thrown out in court. I so want to tell that fucking story. But Dan, I need you. But for my listeners, like one thing you need to know is, uh, so we were both in jail and it was just the two of us in jail cell. They went... Let me go out to the bathroom. I don't even know if I asked, but I really had to go at this point. And we're in a cell. They had a motherfucking, uh, they had a drain in the middle of the room. 
like my level of fucks were gone. I just pulled out my dick and I pissed right in the middle of the fucking drain in the middle of this jail cell. I don't even know if I was supposed to. I don't even know if I should have asked or not. I was on camera. Uh, that bambin, while my public intox did not get thrown out. But like I said, we'll discuss that. I need Dan on the call straight up before we go into that anymore. Mm. Where do we go from here? Obviously, I am not prepared. I wish I was. I don't have any random rants right now. Like, I thought I would. Actually, oh man, I do have one. Let me take a sip of this. So I was on Instagram, like, earlier today. And there was this post. It was talking about, um, what is your significant other doing during these harsh times of COVID that's really pissing you off? And I learned that my phone is not allowed to record and also allow me to look at the images I took because I screenshot this shit because I wanted to see what the fuck I was going to talk about. But basically, like, what? Yeah, let me know. Like, tell me, call me, email me, fucking message me. Tell me, what is your motherfucking significant other doing that's pissing you the fuck off? And trust me, mine's pissing me off more than yours. I'll put money on it. $100 bills, y'all. Like, smack them down on the table. I guarantee you, I don't care what y'all send to me, I got a better response on why my significant other is pissing me off more than yours. Hit, hit me up next week. Let me know. Let me know. We'll play that game. But yeah, I got hundreds. I might have ten hundreds I could throw down on this table. Give me ten listeners that can outdo me on what I got to go through every week. Man, that don't fucking exist. Let me play a song for you. Let me take a little bathroom break, but keep you entertained.